Hey, 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 you guys. Hello, We're back, bitches. Just kidding. Love you. Um, I know it's been a minute <laughs> since we've talked, but we are vaxxed and we are ready to attack and we are starting up the podcast again. Last time we were here, we were talking about Portia and Simon's engagement and that definitely shook us to the point where we had to yeah. take a little break. <laughs> And we also had yeah. some personal things going on. I I got sick. Aaron has experienced some loss. So we needed to get our minds right. And we're back and we're better than ever. We have more subscribers than ever. We just hit 15K on Instagram. So we want to thank you all for your support and hanging in there. Yeah, because everybody's like, when are you guys coming back? When are you guys coming back? And I'm like, damn, y'all really... Fuck with y'all us. really fuck with us. Y'all really be listening. Y'all really be listening, honey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I genuinely appreciate that because it makes me feel like I'm just I'm not I'm not talking for, for no reason. You know, no yeah. Reason. Like we're talking because actually people are listening. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, you know, we were talking no reason anyway, because that's why we made it. But it's yeah. just so touching to know that you guys actually anticipate our episodes. And I want to shout out to our regular listeners who inboxed us and every time we release a new episode they shout us out on social media they dm us you know i'm not going to name names maybe another time i'll name names but you know who you are we really appreciate you and we absolutely love you a few things a few housekeeping things um we have started with kendrick of the me you marvel and the housewives two podcast we start a clubhouse a clubhouse a clubhouse and we have multiple things going on every week as of right now we're going to try to stick with the same days and same times until we get the feeling the clubhouse but um you want to tell them about the days so guys we have tuesday at 10 eastern yeah that is going to be called like Two turn Tuesdays or titillating Tuesdays. Yes. Um, the last one we did was definitely R rated, and then what happened? Aaron wasn't able to. I come wasn't to that able one, to go, but, but I, I have to definitely... tell you, yeah, like I have to tell you, like we were talking about superheroes and whether they perform oral or not, and I then see. at <laughs> the and then spontaneously, like as I like, I kid you not. It was the most people, it could be a hundred people in the room, but it was the most people that we've ever had in the room. And the conversation was jumping because we're not like bougie like that. We'll let anyone talk. Um, the conversation was jumping, but then the news that Kelly Dodd was fired. Thank you, God. No more. That Kelly was like a Dodd. celebration. It, it was it so went beautiful. From a set talk to, to a uh, celebration. You're fired. Um, a Donald Trump, you're fired. I, I love that. So we ended up. <laughs> I got my bags, my luggage. Um, so what happened was we started another clubhouse talk, and literally it was over a hundred people in that room alone. And now, and the club is called Melanated Bravo. Look that yes. up on Clubhouse. Um, we often do swipe ups to it. We're recording right now. We have one later. Um, but it's called Melanated Bravo. Join it, follow it, become a member. We're going to have titillating Tuesdays, two turn Tuesdays at 10. What's yeah. the next? And then we have uh, reality TV on Thursdays. So that's right. going to be Thursday at 7 Eastern. Sometimes we do it at 7.30. This yeah. one is with all our reality shows. So far, we've only covered Bravo, which is fine with us because we can yeah. talk Bravo all day, especially with all the content that we're getting and all the things that's going on with Bravo, whether it's firing, hiring, watch what happens live, all these different things. 
Um, but that's on Thursdays, either 7, 7.30 around that time. Just keep up with our social media. Yeah. And then on Friday, Friday at 630 Eastern, we have Loki. So we will be discussing Loki on Disney Plus. I hope you guys um, have been watching that. Yes. And it's Kendrick's specialty. Um, that room, I personally, I don't know about Aaron. I know that I don't contribute a lot to that room because <laughs> I don't Yeah, as much as I can, because I'm I'm not an Avengers kind of person. I am. I'm just getting into it. And I think WandaVision was like my intro intro into that whole well, thing. Welcome to the MCU. Yeah. I love that. I'm so you, excited to be here. You are not a, a a Marvel like Avengers person, but you are absolutely like a comic book fan, yes. a superhero fan. <laughs> Like in general, like you yeah, watch Titans, yeah. you watch all of those things. But you know, as far as the Avengers and like watching the movies in order, you haven't done that. So this is a new experience mm-hmm. to you. So I love seeing it through brand new eyes. And as for me, I've watched all of them, but as far as like knowing what's going on, <laughs> it's I, like it's hard sometimes because Marvel is a little bit com- more complicated. I feel they put their all into yeah, they put their all episode. and they actually put thought into it. There's so, so many Easter eggs. It's not that ki- it's not a type of show that you could just Story watch lines. and just like you gotta pay attention, guys. You have to pay attention, and then you have to read about it after, and then you have to stream Kendrick's me you yes. Marvel in the house and listen to our cousin too. talk about it because exactly. he'd be talking and he'd be knowing what he's a complete about. expert. Like so. as a matter of fact, he always recommends the Marvel Unlimited. Or he recommends a show or movie so you can get ready for the next episode. So we always uh, come out of that clubhouse. We He answers your questions. We look at themes. We talk about the people that play in the show. Mm-hmm. You know, this week, I mean, well, these coming weeks is going to be Loki, but it's going to be like superhero or comic book related in general because that's his brand in addition to Bravo and Bachelorette and all these other things. So it's been so fun. Please join our club. We are, did I tell you we're up to like 325 yes. members. Yeah, so we have 325 members. It's literally amazing. Um, the other thing that I want you guys to do is please, please, please follow The Dip. That is T-H-E-D-I-P-P on Instagram. And obviously, um, before we were just offering premium content, which we absolutely still do, but we are also ramping things up at The Dip. We're going to be doing more events, more clubhouses, the Bachelorette is going, so we're going to be talking about The Bachelorette a lot. I'm going to start live tweeting, so please follow The Dip on all socials, and definitely go to our Instagram to sign up for The Dip, whether it's a free account, whether it's a paid account. It's so much fun working for them. I really believe in this company, and I'm just so excited to see what we do next. Yes. So now we have all the house cleaning done, and this, <laughs> this specific episode is a little bit late, but it's never too late yeah. to talk about Summer House because we want some motherfucking talk about it. And that was a good, this was a good season, guys. Like, I was so happy season. that I started watching. I was a little disappointed in a few things, but overall, I genuinely say I would like to see the whole cast back next season. Yes, and this is coming from someone who, this is your first experience. Yeah. With watching summer house. summer house me i um watched summer house last season and then got into it i can honestly say you picked a great season to, mm-hmm. to dive in even mm-hmm. if you want to go back and watch season four that's a good w- way to start or if you want to go from season three but as far as seasons one and two i don't really fuck with like that if i'm being <laughs> like, completely honest and that's why i stayed away from it so long because i just felt like 
I remember when Summer House first premiered and it was after Vanderpump Rules and it was like, oh, we're going to like the Hamptons or something. And then it turned into a completely different show. And I just felt so insulted. And I felt like it wasn't going to be relatable at all because it's like, I, what do I have in common with these rich white people? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. And I will be I will be honest. That was my initial thought before watching. Right. Um, and then also I seen Sierra join the cast and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Yeah. So they're adding some diversity, I see. Yeah, and um, they added some more like relatable people because Hannah and yeah. Paige are originally they were podcasters. So this is the kind you know how I'm I'm bougie with my housewives. I don't want to see YouTubers, podcasters, bloggers. Yeah, I don't want to see them on housewives. <laughs> But as for any other show, I'm completely fine with you being a YouTuber, blogger, podcaster. It made it a little bit more relatable. And then we also have people who have, you know, the money, the companies, something like that, like Carl and Kyle, like they have everything. So it was a really good season. And let's just start from Mm -hmm. the beginning to end, even though we might have talked about it a little bit in the other podcast. We just want to like just dedicate this entire thing to Summer House. So what happens is that we are back in the summer house, but we are back in a better house. Like that house was nice as hell. It was. Even though the kitchen didn't work for like yeah, a while. And that was a little bit concerning for me because that's like my go-to place. That was so. ghetto as hell. Um, but <laughs> they are barely cooking anyway. They yeah. would always order food and Carl would be the one to order food for everyone. So that's why I was, um, you know, stressed when Carl unfortunately had to leave. Um, I was like, are, are they going to eat? Because yeah, Carl really orders the food. But they had an amazing house, number one. Like that, I want to find that house with Airbnb. I bet that bitch is like eight thousand dollars a night, though. And I personally want Amanda's bathroom. Amanda's bathroom that yeah. Hannah and yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> they said it was the nicest bathroom in the house. So and no wonder they. I they would like to experience it. that. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So they had a nice house, and then everyone was there. Hannah is expecting to. <laughs> hook up or pick back up where she was last season with Luke. And I think that like I am coming, I would like people to DM me to apologize to me because <laughs> I was the person to say that last season Luke made it very clear. Hey, I don't see you like that. I don't want to have sex with you. Go on. <laughs> you didn't Not say it go like, on. He didn't say it like that. But, you know, I understand that there's a there's an argument to be made that he may have led Hannah on in a way. But me, I guess because I'm a Capricorn, if you don't show me that you want me and we don't officiate this, I'm going to assume that we are absolutely single. You don't want me. You made it clear. So she came Mm -hmm. in the house thinking that her and Luke were going to be like an item. Uh, That wasn't the case at all. like that. And Luke not only came in there without the intentions of, you know, having her be his girlfriend or like pick up where they left off, but he came with a whole nother gorgeous, yeah. fine, amazing, accomplished, beautiful woman. And that definitely set the tone. It did. For the entire season. And when Sierra was saying the prayers, like the grace <laughs> at that first meal that they had. Like, the class. Yes. The elegance. The class. The, the class. elegance. Like something that I'm not used to seeing on summer. House. A church gal. A like, church gal. A amazing. And we gal. love to see it. We yeah. love to see it. And it I was, was so I was actually a little nervous for her because I was like, yeah. uh, 
Hannah's probably going to flip the fuck out. And she did. And she did. But, but she didn't on Sierra. That's one thing mm-hmm. I will see, say. Yeah. Uh, she she pretty much kept the same tone with Sierra. And actually, I'll go further to say mm-hmm. that she made it a point to be friends with Sierra yeah. in order to... But you're not going to like it. I don't know. I think that she made it a point to be friends with Sierra just to fuck up her relationship with Luke. And it worked. No, I, I totally agree with that. Um it did work, and and I, I hope that's another thing that I'm thinking too. It was just very easy for Sierra to fall into that, and I didn't necessarily like that because I felt like she was kind of in Hannah's ass, mm-hmm. and maybe she felt a little guilty or. Bad. I think what happened is that she's going into a house with a bunch of people, white people, except Danielle. Which yeah. They had that. Okay, so pause. Culture moment. Her and Danielle had that moment about being people of color. They connected. Right. I love to see that play out on screen. Unpause. She came into a house full of white people with the exception of Danielle. On top of that, these people are all friends. They've all rented a house together. They know each other. Hannah has something going on with Luke. The only person that she knows is Luke. So it was either, I think she felt like she was in the position to either latch on to Luke or take the opportunity and be friends with Hannah, who will eventually, like, you know, allow her to be friends with Paige and, you know, everyone in the house, <laughs> basically. Allowed, yeah. yeah, like, kind of, like, true, the though. in mm-hmm. to it. But I think that she could have done a better job of not, like, shitting on Luke the way that she yeah. on Luke. It, you know, because at the end of the day, listen, I think we've all been in a position where you meet someone and then they might have a past with someone that you know, like mm-hmm. maybe a friend or an acquaintance and yeah. you kind of, well, I'd say an acquaintance because I'm not dating my friends at all. Exes. Like that's weird, but that's a weird position to be in because you don't know what their relationship was, but I'd leave that shit alone because I feel like that's not my business. That's not my place. That's not my business. Whatever your relationship is with this other person, that has nothing to do with the way I see you and what whatever we have going on. And then I think it's like Hannah told Sierra so much that Mm -hmm. like it made her not want to be friends with Luke. And it's like you could have at least been friends with him, even if you didn't want to date him. Because I see that Luke has these fuckboy tendencies because Sierra also saw it because she's like, oh, you were talking to me and talking to her at the same time. So I understand why that's unattractive. But as far as just being his friend, like she she became yeah. so cold to him that it kind of like didn't make sense because this is the person who literally introduced you to all this And I wouldn't people. even be acting like that, to be honest, because like I'm the type of person, she's in the house. Yeah. He brought you. Yes, you can't. He's talking him. to you. He's fucking with you. He's not fucking Y'all with you. Y'all pulled Hannah. up together. Yeah. And on top of that, he was he he made it clear to Hannah, like, hey, I don't exactly. want you. I want to pursue Sierra. So I felt like he held her to a high standard and showed her respect. Yeah. I, I didn't see what the problem was. At all. Now, um and if she didn't feel that in return, right? I get that, but it was just the way that she treated him after that. It was I just weird. Thinking. And then it's like, don't call me after this time. I think what what was it, nine, nine. o'clock? Well, I don't know. Like, okay, so do you think that, like, when people set their boundaries, should he have just listened? Because that's her boundary. I feel like, or was it kind of like ridiculous? But as as a human being, too, we're also going to be like, that's fucking stupid. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not. If I'm talking to a man and he's like, "Don't text me after 
nine o'clock. I'm going to be like, that's fine. Because guess what? I'm going to pursue somebody else. Because I, if, well, if I'm not texting you after nine, it's nothing. Like, I can tell you that. I can assure you that. I, if I don't text you after nine o'clock, I want to be friends and that's it. Well, no, that was her whole point is that she wanted to be friends so she feels that after nine is becoming the unfriendship area. But oh, I can yeah. tell you that I text my friends after mm-hmm. nine and I don't want to fuck all my friends. Like, that <laughs> <Right>. was like, <laughs> yeah. uh, did I miss it? If I text you at 9.01, does that mean I literally want to fuck you? Like, I don't think so. That's true. Have I, I think I said that? that wrong, guys. Um, <laughs> That's very true because I do text my friends after nine. But I just think it's dumb. Like, if you're... If you're cool with somebody, I don't see the problem with Yeah. And I, I understand setting boundaries, yeah. but just specifically nine o'clock cutoff date, like it and I guess it just depends on what he was texting her. And also do There's you so many have, factors. Do you have those same standards for your other friends? That's, that's what he was asking yeah, too. He that's was a, like, that's well, another what do you thing. mean I'm your friend. So that was just definitely weird, especially considering yeah. that like he he came here with her. And then on top of that, another thing that I didn't like was that. Um, when Luke opened up about his parents and his upbringing, mm-hmm. Sierra actually already knew about that. So it was like, if you know that this person has these issues, grew up this way, yeah. and you know this about them, why would you then like become completely cold to them? And uh, even in a non-romantic and it way. Kinda made, it, it, I want to like Sierra, and I do like Sierra. I don't really have too much of a problem with her. But it just made me think, like, can she think for herself? Like, mm-hmm. I just really hope that she's not easily influenced by mm-hmm. these girls. I understand that Hannah talks and runs her, her mouth a lot. I wouldn't... <laughs> yeah. She runs her mouth a lot. That's my signature. Um, yeah, she be running the So chompers. I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something else. But I know. I want to say the, it so bad, but for that's the for the Patreon. Um... <laughs> But she was running her mouth. And I know, like, when someone's in your ear, it could be, it, you know, it's easy yeah. to be like, well, maybe they do have a point, you know? Yeah. But, Especially when you're in that situation and you might not realize what you're doing at the time. So it's like, I want right. to see her behavior on Winter House mm-hmm. because Hannah wasn't in Winter House. Paige and Sierra yeah. are in Winter House. So I want to know. Is she going to then just hang on to Paige and just do what Paige says? Or is she going to be like more of her own person? I hope not. The first season for anyone is very tough to navigate. And that's why yeah. ultimately I'm giving her a chance, the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, I like her because she has so many good qualities about her. Like not only was she open and honest about being like, hey, listen, yo, I'm black, like <laughs> chill with all that. And then she went, she's thought for herself mm-hmm. when Kyle was trying to turn her against Hannah, when Kyle... And, you know, Amanda, we're having that situation with Hannah. He was trying to get Sierra not to talk to Hannah, not to be friends with Hannah. And she was like, listen, everyone gets a clean slate with me. So um, I like that about her. I also liked when they did the the theme parties, just not with Sierra, but just the whole time at Summer House. My favorite part was the theme parties where everyone was like, oh, this is the state, this is that state. I'm going to bring you to that. Like the whole theme thing was so fun. And she did... AT aliens and like I think that that was an amazing nod not only to Atlanta Georgia but to Outcast and like she had that mm-hmm. whole Outcast vibe going on. I would like to have a theme party like same 
Lindsay, I think it was, yeah, it was Lindsay who did Florida because she's from Florida and they, they definitely <laughs> shit on Florida. They were like, unfortunately, Lindsay's from Florida. Well, yeah, yeah, guess what? Fuck you. We're from Florida too. And Florida's not a, ba- a bad place, guys. Like, we can definitely. Well, it's not the worst. It's not okay? the worst place. It's not the worst. As long as you don't have to mind your fucking business and not be Florida man and not become a Florida man or become a Florida woman, it's a nice place. I don't know. I, yeah. I can't imagine living anywhere else. And maybe that's because we're, we're in South Florida. So mm-hmm. we're where everything is popping. It's like you got the suburbs, you got the city, and you got the nightclubs, you got the concerts. Everyone comes down here to vacate. We live where you vacation. So maybe that's the reason that we have a different view of Florida. I do agree that maybe like North Florida and Central Florida and West Florida is mm-hmm. different. The only places that I would live in Florida other than South Florida is Orlando because of the theme parks. And that's pretty much fucking it. I would do Jacksonville, too. What are you going to do in Jacksonville? I know they have a lot of parties and they have... Um, the college parties, though. A lot of other things. But I would uh, like to know the other things. We'll talk about that yeah. later on, I guess. But, okay, so Aaron would live in Jacksonville. They got a lot of other things. So Jacksonville... <laughs> Jacksonville. In Orlando, please. Yeah, and I know that Ralph from Atlanta would like to live in Tampa. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, the capital Somewhere. of the world for strippers. So... Hey. <laughs> uh, another... Fun part of Summer House, well, not fun because it turned into a shit show, (laughs) was definitely Kyle's birthday when everyone like dressed up as waiters and like just pampered Mm. him. And it was really fun. But then Lindsay and Stravi got into (sighs) a fight about how many sandwiches he made for her. I feel like I go from Bravo to like. Not even Zeus. What's the channel that uh Love After Lockup is on? We. Yeah. Real quick with Lindsay. It's just like <laughs> we. Did you call Lindsay yeah. a we star? She's a we TV girl sometimes. Like, <laughs> but when she's in control, I definitely like Lindsay. I just feel like she kind of taunts. You know, she taunts that guy. Like, but this is the thing. I think that they made a great couple. And people are telling me that they didn't. But it's like, who the fuck else is going to make you a PowerPoint? She is neurotic like that. That's true. She wants someone who gives, like, she wants someone who makes money. She wants someone who will literally put up with her craziness. She wants someone who would take the time to make her a PowerPoint. And he did all these things. But I want to say she's in the way of her own happiness. I feel that. I genuinely feel that because I feel like this is a guy who's proven himself. He did the PowerPoint. He moved back in the house. He's been very respectful to her. He's been giving her all of his attention. And the one time she gets drunk and like shit face, she's like, you know what? You're boring. Like, (laughs) you don't do anything for me. Just go. Just walk away. You're going to pack your stuff and leave. You're always leaving. And I think she also has abandonment issues. And I understand that. I do get that. But my thing but, is, there's only so many times you can literally scream in someone's fucking face, call them all these, like, names, mm-hmm. say that you don't want to be with them, or, you know, maybe we're not compatible, and then tell them to leave, and then, like, they leave, and then you're mad. Yeah. And that's my problem with her, because as soon as he was ready to leave, here she goes. See? I can't believe That's what that the fuck left. I'm saying! <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He left. He left. He's, he's leaving. And everybody... And even Danielle was like, no, you're not going anywhere. You're gonna stay. I'm gonna hide your stuff. And I'm like, 
Yeah, me and her would have had a problem if she had my stuff. <laughs> love you, Danielle. But that was like yeah, a lot. Um, <laughs> because when it's time, when I say it's time for me to go, that means I'm at my limit. Rest assured, it's time for me to go. <laughs> I can a thousand and one point nine percent guarantee you, it's time for me to go. When I say that, what is so specific percentile? <laughs> It's time. And and I felt like she was just doing the most. And then it's embarrassing when you, you're having a fun night and everybody's partying and in a good mood. I see people playing, playing pool. I see people by the pool. I see people making mm-hmm. all this food and stuff and having a good time. And here she goes. Yeah. Like, hey, you're kind of fucking boring. So what would like, you say? Because it seems like we're on the same page. What would yeah. you say to the people who disagree with us that are like, Stravi leaves too fast or that he yeah he leaves too fast a lot of people's issue is that mm. he's quick to leave but i don't think that he's yeah quick to leave. i feel like you also have to put yourself in that position too because imagine if somebody was in your face and like in front of everybody was like hey you're fucking boring like you're you know you're not doing enough you're not giving me any attention you look like an asshole like and anybody that's making you look like an asshole in public, you're going to, after a while, you're going to Not gonna just like, in public, but on national fucking What TV the fuck are you doing? Are you okay? Like, like don't... And what do you think to, <laughs> to the people who said that he didn't want to be there because he was working the whole time? I think that's dumb. It's stupid as fuck yeah, to me because everybody was working. A bum bitch. Like, it, everybody was working. Danielle was so, working. Danielle yeah. was... Hella Every working. Every day, she is a working woman. She's like, hold on, let me take off my towel. Period. I'll be there in Period. A She's a boss ass bitch, 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 yes. bitch, bitch, I agree. bitch. But it's like, why when Shabby works, it's literally a problem. I don't know what she wants. That's the that's thing. the problem, and I don't think she knows what she wants either. Sometimes she needs to be by herself. She does. That's my thing. And and everybody that bring, blames Stravi, they do. I just feel like it's kind of weird because he's not the one creating any conflict. He's oh. fine. He's chilling. He's being supportive. Like they literally sixty nine <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. So I don't understand. Like. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. Hey, I need a seat. Whatever, Um. Okay. So, like, another, like, I guess, point of conversation is that they got back together, but also, okay. My thing is, what did what what do people want him to do with the whole birthday situation when we're in the middle of a pandemic, and um, you know, you can't go anywhere. Number one, this is a straight yeah. man. What the fuck? Straight men don't know how to do anything. Okay. They yeah. don't know how to do anything, especially be creative. I'm sorry if there's any straight men listening to this. I'm sorry, very sorry. But you guys need to get it together. He's a straight man in a pandemic in a house full of people that are his girlfriend's friend taping a TV show and having to work. He ordered their favorite food and like, you know, did the best he could. I honestly don't know what him and Sierra were doing for like six hours preparing for it <laughs> when it ended up being like a table and some cold catfish or some shit like that. Sierra was literally in her room flushing the toilet. <laughs> Listen, she was helping him set shit up, but I don't know what she said, helped him set shit up. But I don't understand what he could have done differently. And like, I think we did that on the last time we talked about Summer House. 
was that we came to the conclusion that Lindsay would not have been happy unless he proposed to her. And this is what I thought about by the end of the show, when they got back together and ended up breaking up, is that if he proposed to her and then she continued to act that way, where the fuck would they be? But that's what I'm saying. Nothing is going to be good enough for Nothing. Lindsay. It's because not even, even if she was proposed point. to, like, later on that night, it's like, oh, my God, you didn't turn on the light in the bathroom <laughs> for me. And it's like, that's a big thing. And I feel like you don't care about me anymore. It's like, calm the fuck down. Do you want someone to want to be with you? That's the Stop thing. being so miserable. And I hate to say it just like that. But it's that simple. And I think... I've, I've even found myself sometimes being miserable. Yeah. Like in a relationship. Yeah. Because it's like maybe you feel unfulfilled with the other parts of your life or whatever, mm-hmm. but you got to eventually come to terms with that shit and get it together because nobody's going to stand around for years mm-hmm. and go through a whole marriage just to be with an asshole. I 100% agree. And that's that on Stavi and. Um, yeah, Stravi and Lindsay. Love you, Lindsay. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're Hubhouse fans. Yeah, but we're gonna be fucking honest. Just like we're we're burning in hell fans, but right. you know we got to be honest with her. And she was fucking tripping this season, <laughs> Tri- dipping. Okay, yes. Hannah was um, doing the most. So uh, another point was when they had not a point, but just like an event when they had like the. What is that called? The horse racing, the oh, the derby, the yes. derby event. That was so fun and hilarious. Um, I really like Danielle's boyfriend, Robert. He's definitely adorable. I think he's a chef, right? He fit on right in. But around that time, like right before, Hannah introduced, and that was my biggest problem. We all know now Hannah is engaged to be married to Des. <laughs> But after acting a plum fool about Luke, (laughs) a plum fool about Luke, and then breaking up not only their relationship, but their like 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 their friendship, ruining any kind of friendship that he had with Sierra, isolating him in the house to the point where they have to create a storyline that he's fucking Lindsay, which is another thing. Um, she brings in Des. So it's like not only were you talking to this dude. Not only do you feel comfortable enough to bring him in your bubble, a quarantine bubble, but then you end up engaged mm-hmm. to him right mm-hmm. at, right when the show is mm-hmm. airing. Mm-hmm. That said so much about the bullshit. Hannah, you were on the bullshit. You were on bullshit and we have to call you I'm going to give it to you straight, girl. You were on the bullshit heavy. And then the fact that you brought this guy in the house and you just, I guess, thought nobody was going to catch on. No one was saying anything. I wish what you should have did. <laughs> well, how would you and here, here, I'm going to give you what you should have did. You should have told Des to shut his ass up. And not say anything about when you guys met because it didn't matter. And they not only did you say when they met, but he also said, Oh, the second date we fucked. Right. You need, yeah, that was not, and it wasn't even cool. Like, what? Like, that's not even cute. Don't you funny. fucking say that would be our last, I can assure you. <laughs> I like that would be our first and last time. Yeah. Fucking, so you can get the fuck out of my summer house. <laughs> right. I would have been like, Can you cut the cameras really quick? <laughs> And then once once the cameras like resettle, it would have been a whole nother like spot would have been empty because 
my ass would have been in the room. Like my ass would have been in the room and they would have been onto somebody else. Like you what you're not gonna do is sit down and say something like that and think it's okay. You needed to rehearse what he was gonna say. Because we all know men say the dumbest shit sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. as a man, I can say I'd say the dumbest shit, but I've learned. Mm-hmm. And I think it's with being gay too. Um, yeah, gay men and straight men are one of You kind of have some like, fucking sense a little yeah, bit because you're not trying to get caught up in any bullshit. And, um, and that's just that on that. I'm not even going to say being gay just w- because we're players at the end of the day. <laughs> and we do what the fuck we're supposed to do to look. play the game. I, and I, I respect that. And, and that's exactly what just didn't do. Yeah. He did. <laughs> he did. And he's like, yeah, as a matter of fact, we f- fucked on the first date. <laughs> the second. And while you were like obsessing with Luke and shit, we were we were, we're fucking around fucking. and talking. And like she was showing like, me her nipple by the second episode. <laughs> like, do you not remember that episode when he's like, can I see your nipple? Oh, that's so high. Like it, it sounded what very fucking uncomfortable. Oh, and, uh, I was like, "What is going?" They have a strange <laughs> relationship, but I don't know. It's kind of no. I think that. Let me be clear. I think that <laughs> Des and Hannah. I feel like this is one of the few marriages that I think that will actually like make it. Yeah, because they're both comedians. He's a little bit older, so he, you know, is over his player ways, and that's like kind of what Hannah needs. Mm-hmm. She's younger. She's a content creator, and like he actually like. He meshes well with her lifestyle, whereas yeah. her and Luke would definitely not make it. Um, no. <laughs> Luke would cheat on her, and she would cheat on Luke, and then lie about it and be like, I'm so devastated. And cry in the you... fucking closet for no reason. Like, in a fucking Olive Garden server seat. Yeah, because she was definitely, looking back on it, she was playing her part. If you just told Des to shut the fuck up, and we didn't know about the time, the period that you guys met, right? we would have went with it. We would have been like, oh, gosh, Hannah finally has found happiness. Thank God. Yes, because <laughs> Luke wasn't the man. And yeah. then we would have been in Luke's, we would have been like she played herself. And talking shit about Luke. Where she fucked She up. definitely fucked up. She sh- not even fucked up. She shit it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So. Thank you. That's that. Um, censored podcast, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> love, love the the fact that like the first five minutes of talking, they go in the bathroom to like, and that's what I'm trying. Sex. That's how I'm trying to be this summer. Period. I'm trying to find my des. I'm trying to show my nipple on Facetime. <laughs> Not show your nipple on Facetime. I mean, listen. I guess it's a hot girl summer. Summer, a vaccinated, vaxed, waxed. Your vaccinated nipple life (laughs) on Facetime. (laughs) Yes, y'all. Yes. (laughs) My vaccinated. Not only is it a nipple, but Pfizer nipple specifically, because I'm very proud to be a Pfizer girl. if we're all revealing our statuses. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm a Moderna type of Ooh. gal. Okay, good luck. Um, So, <laughs> I'll tell you that later. No, oh, don't, d- listen. Listen, Moderna, baby. What's going on? Because I just had it. Have, no, we'll talk in a few weeks when you're all good. I'm about to go to the hospital, guys. <laughs> like, Yeah, so anyways, 
the other point is that I wanted to talk about Carl's storyline, which was very sad, but definitely good to see him being open about losing a family member to substance abuse because substance abuse is something that I don't, I don't even know the exact statistics, but um, almost everyone I know at least knows of someone who was either suffering through it or having the consequences of their loved ones go through substance abuse issues. His brother passed away. He had to leave the summer house. It was like the saddest thing. I really empathize with Carl and I applaud him for being so open, raw and honest with it. And I don't know how he was strong enough to come back to the summer house but he did. Um, his poor mom, like that whole situation was extremely sad, but yeah. the conversation needed to be had. And it also reflected on him because he came into the summer house, a completely different person. Like he was, he wasn't sober, but he wasn't like over drinking. Like he usually yeah. does. He was working out more. He was more present with the the things of lover boy. He looked better because he'd been, you know, drinking less and drinking more water. Carl is definitely, um, it was good to see it. And I'm just so sorry to hear about your brother. And if you know someone with substance abuse issues, I, my heart goes out to you. Yes. We're so sorry for his loss and we love him. Yeah. Um, so moving on to Kyle and Amanda's relationship, they are about to wed. And I, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. For me, as much as I love Kyle, he has a lot of childish ways. I think him. of the Toll House cookies when not is it the Toll House? What? Not I couldn't even House help you cookies. if I wanted to because I don't know where Elmer. Like whenever <laughs> I see Kyle, I think of the Elmer cookies. Do, do you, you think that Kyle looks like this? I do. A younger version of this? I do. It feels do like you think that Hannah Loki like in the back of her head wanted to hate fuck Kyle, like she said. Damn, maybe. Because remember when they were picking people to like mate with? And then, maybe I could see that. And that's how she got see that. I feel like Amanda sees it too. But and that's like why she don't like that. But don't worry, Amanda. Like she ain't coming yeah, back. So not, you're not worried about it. Um, I obviously want them to get married, but I just feel like Kyle has a lot. Do you think that Des is Kyle? I think Des is. You know what? We keep calling Des like an older Kyle, but what a lot of people aren't like recognizing <laughs> is that Kyle is 38 fucking years old and Des is oh, 46. So I guess like he just acts so older. damn childish. I think he's like five. Exactly. Um, I think Des is a bit more mature, even though he is a comedian and he does say some crazy shit. He, yeah. I don't think that we will catch Des doing half the things that we he seems, doing. Yeah, Des seems very mature. He seems like he can be petty, but I yeah. like that. But it's you know it's a difference. Kyle, yeah. Kyle makes some good points, but he just gets on my nerves sometimes. Kyle thinks that he, I don't know, like Kyle yeah. thinks that him and Amanda's relationship is what everyone should be striving for. Which you haven't watched the past seasons, Aaron, but I can. As a person who's watched the past seasons, he, him and Amanda weren't always perfect. And I think that's what he forgets. So that's just very fucking weird to me. Their relationship. How he acts like their relationship is just, don't, no one talk about my perfect relationship. Because it was like, um, no, yeah, you definitely cheated on this yeah. girl. A, a few Their times. relationships is equivalent to like the Tilly's fitting room or dre- uh, dress room or some shit like that. <laughs> Compared to what? I yeah. need a frame of reference. Compared to like anything else 
I don't know what that means. You, you just <laughs> randomly, like, I'm trying to understand the point that you're trying to get I'm across. trying to say that You it said that it's like the mean. Tilly's dressing room or yeah. the Tilly's restroom. That's what it reminds me of. Like, I, I don't what really have... Mean? Like, I don't understand. Guys, you have to just listen to what I say sometimes because I don't necessarily <laughs> know myself, but I just know that's what I feel. That's I'll, genuinely I'll, what I'll I feel. Just, you know what? And that's it. We'll go with it. So their relationship <laughs> is the equivalent of a Tilly's dressing room. Yeah, it's not all that great. Have you ever went in a Tilly's yeah, dressing unfortunately room? unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, we can do this, but like, it's not like we're not going to do it for long. It's not like a, yeah. a, a Kmart dressing room, but it's not right. exactly Banana Republic. It's not exactly yeah. Gap. It's not exactly... The Macy's dressing yeah, room. Yeah, I'll even say like a New York and Company dressing room. <laughs> Why have you been in a New York and Company mama, dressing room? My mama. Like, it's to know what a New York and Company dressing room looks like. My mama. She my mama to too. be like, come on. <laughs> my mama too. <laughs> because you're not going to sit out there and At get all. kidnapped. Period. Like, like, I'm bringing my child and that's one thing about my mama. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen so many fitting rooms in our lifetime. <laughs> too many. So, we should do a fitting room, dog. <laughs> That's that. that was my point, guys. It's yeah. nothing special. It's, it's nothing we haven't time on seen before. Right. Even even their scenes, it's like they go. I think the last few episodes were like. Yeah, well, you know, he did something nice. He called in, like I guess, the bottle of champagne. Was that this season? Or was that last season? See, I don't even know what seasons that they do. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that like, was last season. <laughs> I don't remember that. That was last season. I was just watching the last season, and I'm like, oh, the car, oh how nice. He sent a bottle of champagne yeah. to the restaurant. That was like the season. And even if that did happen this season, like, this um, Stravi was like making powerpoints and shit yeah. and outside. I want a man so, that's gonna make a powerpoint for me, and I guess. And then I'm come like, outside and be like, hey. And then put I also want shit, someone, yeah, to put up with my shit the way he puts up with Lindsay's shit. I think it's pretty amazing because even at my worst, I don't think I'm like. Well, at my worst, I definitely can be like the yeah. worst. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit up here and flex, but what I, I will say, to like, uh... I'm gonna be honest with you guys. But what I will say is that if someone left, I wouldn't be able to blame them because mm-hmm. when I got back to my right mind i was like yeah i was tripping so he, yeah <laughs> you he know made what the right decision to leave. i'm okay yeah i get it <laughs> like i get it I get but it. she like she'll calm down and then be like i don't think my boyfriend likes me very much like no bitch no you sure. were actually just like screaming what I do you mean she needs to record their arguments too and like so she can like, replay them and be like okay <laughs> so this is where i, I fucked, fucked up, up. At. yeah i get it maybe that's what she needs to do um <laughs> but I'm gonna get off Lindsay because I feel like I'm kind of like <laughs> yeah we, we can only handle her at, at this point. But I really want to get on Hannah's like ass a little bit, like I said, because I'm not done with <laughs> Hannah. I love you, <laughs> Hannah, but listen, not that you're not done with her. Yes, you need to learn how to take accountability for your actions. Right. Stop victimizing yourself because she did that throughout the whole entire season even at the reunion she's like guys i don't know what i did like guys what's what's the scene she's like i feel like danielle kyle amanda i swear to god like i'm actually going to take the other stance and say that i kind of stand that because at the end of the day 
take out all of the Hannah scenes. And what, what are you left now with? Now that I will say, um, you're take left out. with Danielle's gorgeous hair. Okay. And um and Lindsay. In Sierra's room. Sierra's room. <laughs> with her shampoo out. bottles on the floor. It does. Every time we talk about Summer House, <laughs> I have to address it because I'm like, listen. <laughs> that was a lot. It was a lot. And, like, and then like people are coming to her room. She's like, I don't think I flushed the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't I get. was like, girl, what like, is going on? A like, house that costs in the millions what water. What the fuck is... I don't give a fuck if I was like at the day's end. Like... <laughs> I'm going to flush the toilet. That's my thing. It's like, is she paying the Who water bill? Who leaves the bathroom without flushing the toilet? Is she paying the water bill? It stressed me out. I can say that much. <laughs> I forgive her, but it definitely stressed me out. I was like, can we get out of that room? <laughs> and can we move on to the next scene? Because that I'm glad they got off that. And I think that she actually reflected on the <laughs> on the reunion. She's like, yeah, I mean, this is my first time, so I didn't know. Yeah. So in Winter House, she will do better. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that room looks like. Exactly. On but... Winter House. <laughs> and her new products. So, okay. Do we think that they need to add a new addition to Summer House considering that Hannah isn't coming back? Or do we stick with the, the cast? I do. <clears throat> I do. So you want a new addition? I do. I want a new addition. And I also want them to do somebody that's different. Um, you know, I, I like to say more diversity because I feel like we, we have Sierra, which is great. And I'm so happy that we do. Um, and then, yeah. But I think maybe like one more black person, maybe a yeah, black one guy. a black yes. I was just a about to say guy that a black guy, a gay guy, because uh, well, we had a gay guy in like season one and two, yeah. but like you know, someone with a more developed storyline and like, give yeah. him an equal chance. I'd say yeah, either that or a black straight guy for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I like to see it. Yeah, or even like some representation in, in the. Uh, transgender community like mm-hmm. maybe something like that i like to see it absolutely and um yeah so we are going to do our vip of summer house and mine is definitely going to hannah because as much as she pissed me the fuck off she made the season what it is and i actually will miss her and i hope that she only takes one season off and she comes back just like I feel the same way about Dorinda from Housewives mm-hmm. of New York. I wanted to take one season off and then come back with um a redemption season. That's true. I want her to still start shit and be a little messy, but I want her on my screen. I want her to do a little bit better than she did this time. And I actually I was so excited to see how her and Dez's relationship would play out. I was hoping that Dez comes to this year's summer house taping mm. and we would see their relationship develop we would see them you know get more invested in them eventually right. see their wedding like we're going to see i hope we're going to see kyle and amanda's wedding i think we're supposed to be getting married soon <laughs> so that would be amazing if that would happen so who would be your vip for this season mine is going to be danielle hands down because she's down. about her money she's about her money she's so unproblematic she stays in her room she comes out and she, was being honest. and she does what she needs to do and she was being honest i don't think she took sides mm-hmm. with anybody she was always fair if she had an opinion she spoke up right and she did what she needed to do and i i love that 
we stand an unproblematic queen. Right. So that's going to be my VIP MVP. Shout out to Danielle, period. Yes. Well, Summer House was such a treat. Um, We cannot wait to see Winter House, although we're going to have to deal with Muppet Man and the Tommy Lauren <laughs> Loving Man. And I don't know who, who asked for that, but we absolutely did I not didn't. ask for that. I we don't not. want to see it. We don't even like Southern Charm. So it was just weird for you guys to do that. Um, but you know, you did it, it's filmed, we can't do much about it. So we have the stankiest face. Yeah, right the now. stankiest, nastiest, <laughs> don't want to see it is face ever. But we're gonna see it. But we're gonna um, watch it just because you did it anyway. And Sierra's on it, so we definitely gotta wrap. Yeah. Um, so yeah, can't wait for Winter House. This is our summer house podcast. Thank you all who reached out and said that you were watching the show because we were watching the show. And uh, definitely let us know who your VIP of the season was with Summer House. And we love you guys. Yes, love you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.